What's the deal, Playboy? Huh? What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not a blood clot one, without my dog, my partner, my brethren. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. Wagwan. Come down, y'all I What it do, brethren? Oh, Shaba. <laughs> We in the building, you know what I'm saying? It's been a it's been a good year, year winding down. Um, nah, I'm a good vibes, good good positive energy. You know what I'm saying? Bright and early in the morning. How you living? Living good, definitely. I mean, a uh, uh, a a week out from Black Friday, holidays coming up. Still figuring out my plans. You gonna do a couple things? You gonna go? You gonna do a little shopping on Black Friday? I'll be honest, man. The idea sounds good, but I highly doubt it. I didn't even want to do it when there wasn't no disease ravaging the earth. I, <laughs> so I, I can't imagine myself wanting to do it now, but I'm going to hit up the online stores now. Time flies, bro. So I, do. I right. got to make sure I start I start putting those gift orders in. You're right. And supply chain issues. I know you're hearing about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, things are getting it, tight. So Exactly. Yeah. I got a, I ordered from Amazon. Uh, I don't know how many people know know about this product, but it's called elect, Electric Shave. Not So it's electric, but without the E. And it's basically some shit that you rub on before you use like electric yeah. clippers or, I use or, that. or something like that. I use that all the time okay, whenever yeah. I shave. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> so awesome. I, I hate driving down to Target because Target's the only spot around me that I know got it. Okay. So I hate driving all the way down there because now, you know, I just move. So I live further from Target. And honestly, it ain't crazy far. It's It's 20 minutes. 50, it's 15 or 20 minutes, but I'll be honest with you, man. Anything over 10 minutes is a, is a troop. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's how I'm living now. Anything. When you move out of Brooklyn, yeah, it changes. you like, I could get everywhere in 15 minutes? Like, fuck that. I'm not waiting longer than that. <laughs> that's how exactly. I feel up here. Yeah. Go ahead. Because 30 minutes, because you'd be like, oh, 30 minutes? Yeah, I just had it right over there. Yeah, your barber <laughs> be 30 minutes away. But now it's like, yo, man, you tell me. 12 minutes Google Maps say 12 minutes shit I gotta just pack <laughs> snacks I gotta gotta figure out what, what's the good bathrooms on this route and shit like that's that that's funny you say so that you, cause, cause like Spec and, Spec and uh, Show they both live about a good like 25 to 30 minutes away and I be making like I feel like I'm making life decisions <laughs> if I wanna spend my evening like do I really wanna be in a car for 25 minutes <laughs> that, yeah. shit, that shit change yeah, when you man. move out the city bro <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I, I don't like finishing no podcast on any one ride. I like splitting my shit up so my shit lasts. If, if it lasts about the, the the time that The Daily by New York Times lasts, then I, I don't fuck with it. But yeah, man, I ordered that shit. That shit ain't coming until December 20th. I ordered that shit like a week ago. Damn. It, it don't. It, it's, it's a little nutty. Um, It's going to be a crazy holiday season, man. You got to get what you can. I think I might do it. Usually I do... I get a, a, the video games, the 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 sports games. They usually go for like fifty percent on Black Friday, so I usually tend to cop them. I wait till that time. I got Madden already, but I'll, maybe I'll cop the two K if I'm if I'm in the mood. I'm thinking about a TV though. I ain't gonna front. Um, my bedroom, ah, shit. my bed, yeah, my bedroom TV a couple years old. You know what I'm saying? It's older than my daughter, <laughs> so I'm like, right, <laughs> let, me, let me uh, let me do something. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. if I see a good deal. If if not, you know, what I mean, I ain't I ain't overextending myself. That uh, you know, what I'm saying for any. For anything, but um, if I see a good deal, yeah, maybe you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be out, I'm gonna be out and about. It's crazy because now companies they damn near give when well, I give TV away, it's still you know a few hundred dollars. But I, I caught, I got a eight, I think it's a seventy or seventy-two inch, whatever the size is, for like six hundred dollars. And Did I bought get- my my first TV that I bought on my own as an adult was a forty-two inch, and uh-huh. that's like that's that's the baby mama TV. That's the, the, 
the little shit. Because that's right? the kitchen TV. But, like, I, I dropped 1200 on that joint. So Ooh. it's crazy to think. Yeah, but I yeah. was like that, but I was over ten years ago. So. Technology, yep, technology didn't change, man. Well, um, did you was it a Black Friday deal? The new one you got, the six hundred, or was it just any time? Nah, of year? It, it was just any time. Like it, it probably couldn't. They couldn't sell it. It was an LG, mm. um, and and the software on it, like the the what's the thing called the operating system on it, is kind of weak. Gotcha. Right, like Google TV or Android TV and Fire. People buying a lot of that, or even the Samsung, but. The, the operating system on the LG is kind of weak, but Mm-mm. you figure nowadays with the technology, the the worst TV is better than the best TV from like six years ago. So that's true. Well, I asked because I like, like why, why not? I feel like with the deals, like it, it could be August, and I'll be like, and I'm, and you know, I mean, I, and I noticed I was like, yo, maybe it's time to get a new TV. But I was like, I might as well just wait till Black Friday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's so close. You know what I mean? It's like it's just too much. Of what, you know what I mean? At, at that point, so it's just like I feel like. For me, I, I just like to get, oh, Cyber Monday, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I mean? Or uh, I'm trying to think whatever time of year they really do good TV deals. But um, you got to wait for those times, you know what I mean? That's how I feel like. Unless but unless you come across something, you just happen to be walking in the store and you're in the market for one, you might see a good deal. Like you said, you came across that. But um, Well, I was definitely in the market because the TV I had before kind of conked out. So uh, I was like, damn, I got to get a new TV. I, yeah, so I saw the I saw the Hashi Tashi, so I just had, I had, to, I had to cop it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, this shit. Let's get right into it, man. This is a, it was been like a, 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 it was a good news week. I ain't gonna front, man. She was, and then we, you know, I mean, we haven't spoken too, so a lot of shit has happened. Um, first thing I, on my mind is uh, it happened very recently was the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Um, mm-hmm. your man Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted on all charges, right? If I'm not mistaken, um, he was uh, he was charged because on August 25th, 2020, um, during uh, protests and unrest. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old uh, kid from Illinois, shot and killed two men and wounded another during confrontations. Um, this happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, and he was armed with an AR-15 uh, rifle, style rifle, that he traveled across state lines with, if I'm not mistaken. Um, one of the individuals that he wounded uh, was armed with a handgun, and he said he was in that area to protect um, a car dealership um, from being vandalized or looted or whatever the uh, case may be. Um, but I feel like from the jump, and uh, like, cause I forgot about I forgot about this case until I started seeing his name in in the, in the headlines, and I even had to Google. It. I was like, who the hell is Kyle Rittenhouse again? Cause so much shit happens, you know what I mean? Um, but then I, I feel like from the jump, I was seeing that people kind of thought it was gonna go this way, right? It, it, did you get that same feeling, Keith? I don't know if I got that feel. I mean, I think for all these these cases, and I, I won't even say these types of cases because the the victims weren't black so it didn't but it was during um protests that involved black lives matter i believe okay so i I think people i think this this served as some type of proxy for that type of crime right Mm -hmm. like that you 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 kind of shoot black people and get away with it it was a proxy for it because they he didn't actually shoot black people he shot people protesting what it was a jacob blake jacob blake shooting yeah I don't know. I didn't get a feel that people saw it going one way or the other. I felt as if, um, I think people are more optimistic than they have been mm-hmm. after the uh, Derek Chauvin verdict. Mm. The hopes but hopes are I, up a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't feel. You know. What I'm saying I'm online and shit like that. I didn't feel it. You know that feeling of oh he, they're gonna nail him or the other way around like oh man he's gonna get off. It was kind of up so, there. But I did watch a little bit of the trial though. Mm-hmm. You see him crying. Everybody seen him crying. 
Yeah, well, that yeah, that became a meme, a weird meme. I felt like it was a dark, it was kind of dark just just looking at the the meme, knowing what's all the the dark stuff behind it. Uh huh. Yeah, people died. Uh, two people died. Joseph Rosenbaum, uh, age thirty six. Anthony Huber, age twenty six. Um, wounded another man. Gage uh, Grosscruz, who's uh, twenty seven now. At, at, um, at this time, he, it, like yeah, the people got hurt. Like shit's real. You know what I mean? Like people died. People lost family members. Like, um, and even what he was going through. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody that you see in that defendant's chair, whether it's uh. Kyle or, or, or you know what I mean like someone that we know that that might be a famous person that we've seen on trial it sucks to be there you know what I'm saying like I don't yeah, yeah like I don't wish that on nobody but um I guess really could based off of the self-defense laws really and and do, I don't, do they have stand your ground in in do you know in Kenosha uh was that the law that he got off on because this is actually a better case of stand your ground than uh the 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 the, the, the Trayvon Martin case right because I feel oh, like in that case, he approached Trayvon Martin. What's his name again? Uh, oh, I can't remember this dude's George, name. George Zimmerman. Yeah, you, George when you Zimmerman. say better case, you mean like Kyle Rittenhouse had a better defense? Like he yeah, had yeah, a more exactly. plausible defense? Yeah, for standing your ground, if, if that was what he got off on. Because it was like an altercation, right, that, that, that was going down, if I understand correctly. Yeah, now if we're talking about just like case type stuff and being persuasive, he definitely had a, a better defense against, you know, saying four shooting in self-defense mm-hmm. uh, because things were hectic. And I think what part of what the case came down to was it was, did he have a, a, a legitimate reason to feel like he was in danger, right? Like try to put yourself in his place. And I guess the jury felt that, yeah, he, he had a legitimate reason to feel, be, believe he was in danger for each of these, each of these three crimes that he was being charged with. Um, Something else that was and also... Oh, my fault. Go ahead, Keith. No, I was about to say that, and it didn't necessarily come down to, well, he was dumb for being there. Maybe he was, but it's like, well, he was there. So, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what dumb decisions brought him there, mm-hmm. what, did he was he defending himself against harm? And it seems that the jury said, yeah, I think he was. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we saw uh, play out in this case was that the judge was really sympathetic, kind of, to uh, Rittenhouse's case. Um didn't allow the prosecution to refer to the victims as victims um, and preferred that he refer to them as uh, rioters, looters, um, or, you know, basically nothing that's going to uh, paint more of a, a sympathetic picture for them, which I think is a little yeah. wild. <laughs> I think that's a little, that's a little crazy. He made a, he also made a, a off comment joke about Asian food um, at some point in the trial. Um, so, I mean, that was, that was a theme that I saw, that I saw people talking about as well. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's sad to me anytime somebody passes away, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't, I saw a lot of like, uh, about like basketball coaches commenting on it last night. Cause there were a bunch of games last night. Actually, I guess after the verdict came out. Um, mm-hmm. and I know it puts people in like a, 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 a weird places that you can't put it in that box of racial unrest. Right. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's gun laws. It's defending yourself. It's why was he there in the first place what was he what was he standing for and what was he standing against you know what i mean that really draws a real gray gray line in this in this case um but uh prayers to the victims and their families um and you know what i mean i guess hopefully they can move on from this at some point um another tragic event that happened in the past uh, couple of weeks since we spoke to each other keith was the tragedy at astro world involving um travis scott uh doing a concert in houston 
I think 50,000 attendees, if I know right, um, and multiple, multiple injuries, um, as well as 10 fatalities. I believe at first it was eight. Um, and throughout the course of uh, the, the, the weeks, um, two other victims have passed away, bringing the death toll up to 10 people. Um, basically, it was a crowd surge. People were getting crushed. People were drowning in people. Um, and, you know, now people are going to be held responsible. Um, a new lawsuit has come out against Travis Scott, Drake Live Nation, um, seeking up to... At first, I heard $750 million, but now I've heard that amount has gone up to $2 billion. Um, and on behalf of 280 victims um, of the Astroworld Festival, um, it's it's <laughs> it's it's one super yo. You know what's crazy is as I mean we've been to concerts right. We've been to a few concerts. We I DJ places, and that's like always a concern, right? That a stampede, some crazy shit could happen. You know what I mean? So I I my, I I am super sympathetic and uh, uh just sad for the victims that that happens to because that is a terrible way to go, bro. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Y'all let you talk your thoughts on it, Keith. You know, uh, what's I, I had no idea what an Astro World was. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't follow Travis Scott that closely mm-hmm. in as much as, you know, he's a he's a huge star. So he just comes across my, my desk every now and then when I'm when I'm surfing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first I've seen of this concert, like it was it must have been right before they found out the 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 type of destruction that was happening i think it was from complex like yo he brought drake out and you know people are going nuts oh man like in in a good way was it a tweet or was it just a headline was that was it a tweet that you saw or was it like a headline it was on instagram oh okay i got you okay so it was it was like a live like kind of like live tweeting the event kind of no it wasn't it was more like a meme or yeah it was kind of like a live a live social like yeah yeah, this just happened like oh it's bugged out here. Maybe okay. they had journalists there. I don't know. I, I would imagine they would. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then, like an hour later, then then I found out that you know the new headlines, the new tri- the more tragic ones. So yeah, that, that's, that's pretty bugged out. They even had little kids, or at least one little kid um, passed away mm-hmm. soon uh, soon after, like a, a few days after the, the the stampede or whatever. So, but the the all the stories coming out as far as like people immediately said, man, Travis Scott is wilding. But then I saw the other side of things where I think Travis Scott called call out, like, yo, I think some people ain't good there. Let's like, hold up for a second. Yeah, at so, one point he did see the ambulance uh, come out and he, he was calling for people, you know, to let it through, to let them, uh, you know, help who they have to help. I think what, what's the most damning thing, if you, I don't know if you've seen the videos, if you heard the audio from it, is uh, the show continues on. You know what I mean? And there's a couple times mm-hmm. I even saw something that did like side by side video of what was going on in the crowd at the same time when and they like split screened it with, with like the the Apple music uh broadcast of, of the performance. Um and him basically like him telling the crowd to do certain things and the people in the crowd like screaming no, um, which he can't hear them. You know what I mean? It's not that he's hearing the screams or hearing people screaming out no. He's hearing the 50,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs, you know, for shit to get crazier and for shit to, to go wild. Um, but he also sees people passing out, right? You gotta think he's seeing mm-hmm. certain things, but how often does he see that? He's that type of performer that performs at those type of events where he probably sees people get pulled out of the crowd because they're dehydrated, because they're high on something, because they're going through something but you don't necessarily think there's people dying out there you know what i mean um right and i guess it's really going to come down to was he told at some point that 
there's injuries or or even death going on in the crowd and still decided to go on and I don't know if they they can prove that you know what I mean I don't know um if insurance is going to you know insurance isn't going to try to pay for everything so they're going to try to prove that there was some type of negligence involved and um it, it's 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 really just a tragic situation you don't even I don't even know what to say to it is like just the lawsuits and you know I hope that that you know, families get taken care of, especially the victims. Um, you mentioned the the, the youngest victim being a nine year old. His name was Ezra Ezra Blunt. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, we've been to so many concerts, bro. Like we we and we just enjoyed ourselves and thought it was cool. And you know, at a certain point, we just were like, "Yo, there's mad people here," or it does. You know, things have gotten crazy at certain points, and things have just got. You know what I mean? But we've always never like that. You know what I mean? To the point you feel like that so like i said my thoughts and prayers are out to the victims and travis scott too to have this on his head you know what i mean like he's maybe basically being not really being canceled but he's kind of like canceling himself taking himself out of events stopping things that are going on um i just heard today drake took himself off of french montana's album because he just doesn't want to release music right now um just a lot of stuff going on just that that has to weigh on them like you know i mean you try to throw a party basically you try to throw a big event and for something like that to be on your head it's got to be uh it's got to take its toll as well but um definitely thoughts are with and prayers with everybody involved here you know what i mean because it's 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 heavy on both sides hell yeah um let's see what else went on man we this is (laughs) this i think i sent you a random a random super random uh group text about ralph cramden right um and i didn't no, you you remember I sent you some shit about Ralph Cramden? And I yeah, like, I remember it. Oh he yeah, was just talking about he every episode he threatened to beat his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I didn't really give you the context of where that came from, but I was um I was I was chilling with a young lady and basically you know, we were just joking around and, and she said something and I was like I think I did a you know the Ralph Cramden impression like yo straight to the moon Alice and, and <laughs> waved my fist, <laughs> but she didn't get the reference. <laughs> so, wow. So she looked at me kind of wild, like, oh, whoa, what the fuck is that? And I had to, like, <laughs> I had to, like, basically YouTube it to show her, like, yo, this is popular That's culture crazy. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> this is popular culture sometime, but, like, about 30, 40 years before I was even born. Because <laughs> don't forget, like, we used to, the Honeymooners, I don't know if y'all know out there, go Google the Honeymooners if you don't know, but they used to play that shit every day of year on New Year's, right? New Year's Day, right after the yeah, ball drop. Had a whole Cedric the around. Entertainer, Cedric Ent- Entertainer, Mike Epps did a, a a remake. I was I never seen it. Have you you seen it? Because I was like, did they do the Pal Zoom reference? Like, was he waving his fist at <laughs> at his wife in the movie? No idea. <laughs> I, I mean, now I gotta check it out. I, you know, hopefully, hopefully this uh, podcast increases the viewership of <laughs> the Honeymooners. You know how every now and then Netflix. Like in the top ten most popular, like there's a random movie from two thousand one. You be like, yo, how is this popular again? It's just cause like somebody, you know, somebody they put it on Netflix and they start watching it again. Started trending. Sure, Honeymooners is somewhere on one of my streaming platforms. Yeah, go check out Black Honeymooners, man. (laughs) But um, but we basically watched it, and um, yeah. But the funny thing about it is, yeah, you can't really wave your fist and say I'm I'm gonna punch you straight to the moon to your wife nowadays because time has changed and. Um, you know, technology's changed, and uh, the fact that like we saw two examples this past week where technology shows technology's helped, in and actually in both cases, but it shows both sides of a domestic situation going wrong. And I guess in the case of um, are you familiar with the baby and Danny Lay situation, Keith? Yeah, I'm. I only saw like a maybe like a thirty second clip of mm-hmm. when um, I guess Danny Lay, 
I guess they dating each other, and she was by the crib, or she has been by the crib, and then uh, the baby is talking shit about her, and she rolls up like, oh, like pretty much like y- y'all need to hear my side because it sounds like he's talking shit about me. Yeah, that type of thing. Then I, I heard, heard then, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch further. And then I guess he kicked her out. Well, he had to call the cops on her at some point. But she's just, she's just baby moms. So they basically they they've been dating um, on and off within the past year. Eventually, she got pregnant and she you know she gave birth to his uh, kid. Um, whatever happened that day, the the baby felt he had to go to social media, which I I don't think he really did to embarrass her. I think he more so did to protect himself against a he say mm-hmm. she say situation. And also, it might have been a little bit of I got to put the narrative out here first before she says God knows what. Um, so he started with the live and like and you saw she walked in, intervened on it. Um, things escalated and eventually um he did call the cops on her. I think twice in that one day. Um uh, she was charged uh with simple assault. Um and then we don't gotta get into the details. Y'all can y'all can definitely go watch all the because a lot of it uh, went down on Instagram live. And that was, you know, I guess in my in my opinion, I think it was using technology in the right way. Cause I think that he he knew something. Right, I think he did that to protect himself. He knew that he needed to document as much of it as possible because who knows where this can go. And I've been in similar situations uh, like that where I didn't necessarily behave like that, but I kind of wish I did. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, I wish I had everything on video because shit went left. You know what I mean? And um, it's, it turns into a he say, she say situation. You know what I mean? Um, I can't really judge the baby for... He went on and did everything. He called her like a side chick and kind of called out her name a little bit. Um and also people are, you know what I mean, like also judging the fact that he called the police on her. And I'm like, yo, if a dude like the baby gonna call the police on his, you know what I mean? It's gotta be something serious. He felt like he had to do what he had to do to protect himself. You know what I mean? Um, so I can't even sit here and, I think anyone that'll judge that's never been in a situation where they might've had to call the police on a significant other. Um, Cause he could have, I mean, if you're going to say, oh, she's not going to hurt you or she's not going to do anything, what if she really did hurt him, right? What if she hit him in the eye and, and blinded him? What if she hit him in the throat and now he can't rap no more or some, some crazy shit like that, you know what I mean? Um, so I think he definitely had to do what he had to do to protect himself because once once she if she starts throwing blows and he restrains her, he can now put a bruise on her and now she can use that against him. So, you know what I mean? I definitely can't knock him for doing that, but it's... But, I get it. I get it 100%. You got to do what you got to do to protect yourself in a hostile situation. Um, so I totally get it. But I don't know. Do you, do you think that's corny, though, to have to call the cops on your baby moms? or to, like I don't I don't live by that code. I don't know how you feel, Keith. I mean, it, 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 she's assaulting him. And it sounds like the cops agree that she was assaulting him. Mm-hmm. Simply, simply, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I guess you got to... I guess you gotta call the cops. I mean, I there's really no no. I feel like they no try to belittle him it. by making it that charge. Like, we gonna call it a simple assault, nigga. <laughs> like you saw, yeah. soft ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's um, yeah. I mean, you gotta call it. It is you know, it is what it is. You gotta do that. I saw uh, via meme. I didn't read into the story, but it seems that this lady, she, she basically she did a murder suicide. She murdered a boyfriend or her, she murdered her partner and then uh, killed herself. Mm. And you know the the tragedy in the story was that she was on the live. She was live streaming, pretty much saying, you know, I got so many positive people in my life, and I'm glad I got them because they got me through a lot of stuff, and I need them to continue to pray for me, that type of thing. Then, like, not too long after, uh, she that's when that's when she committed the murder suicide, and that's just to show how even though it, the woman's the aggressor. It, it's, 
not to be discounted that you can be hurt by another person, mm-hmm. even if it's a woman. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to do what you got to do. If you feel threatened somehow, you, that's what you should do. And not, not put it, especially if it's physical, not take it into your own hands and get help for it because you, you seriously need it. So it's, and it's even beyond the whole thing of, oh, well, he's famous and he has a career. He has a lot on the line, so he can't get entangled on it. So he has to call the authorities. Even if he weren't, he should call the, you should, you need professional help, professionals, including police, if it gets to that point. So I, I think he, he did the right thing, but just on a larger point, I guess, like you said, man, there's a lot of good to, to that as far as it being on the internet like that, but. Man, it sure is more unfortunate when, it, when it's on the internet like that because it got went beyond just documenting some form of evidence. He started trashing her, mm-hmm. right, and kind of escalated the situation. Yeah, her brother and made some old wild statement about he gonna he gonna see him when he come to L.A. and all this crazy shit. And it's just like it ain't making the people look good. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? it ain't doing much for the culture. But what I will say, and full disclosure. I have had to call the police on somebody, and I've had the police called on me. And I will say, they treat you differently when you make the call. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? They call you by your name <laughs> when you're the person that made the call. They don't. They don't. They. They. There's just a bias on you when you didn't make the call. Something about it, just the fact that you would involve them. I think they kind of like they that that looks better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so to speak. So especially as a male, sometimes because that's not what's always done. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <clears throat> maybe when they roll up on a domestic situation, I think cops know it could go both because cops have seen it from both ways. But, you know what I mean? There's also just a neg- uh, I don't know. You hear a domestic situation, you kind of also automatically assume it's a man beating on a woman because of, of how many right. times you have seen that being, um, not being not only how many times you've seen that happening, but how more so the injuries inflicted are worse when it's a man beating on a woman. Um, and, and and we see that in the other example that of technology playing a role in a domestic situation in the Zach Stacy video that was um unsurfaced this week where it was and I want to say it's one of the most disgusting videos I've seen where Zach Stacy uh beats on his his ex girlfriend um and, and mother of his child in front of the child um uh, mind you and and uh, I mean slaps on her throws her into a, a flat screen television slams her into a, a baby walker at the end. Walks out and has the nerve to, you know, tell his kid that he loves him on the way out. It's just it's one of like the most disgusting videos that I've ever seen. And I mean, the fact that she did have the cameras going um, is going to probably ensure that he's not going to see. I mean, that he's going to get arrested because I, from what I hear, actually, I heard some funny, funny shit happen he, when he did get arrested. He's been apprehended already. Yeah, he has been apprehended. And they yeah. did some funny shit like. They moved up her bail hearing because you know he probably got better lawyer money than she do. He they moved up her his bail hearing to like uh they, and they didn't notify her until like five minutes ahead of time. So he was um given ten thousand dollars bail, and she's afraid that he's gonna come out on bail and and you know maybe come towards her or um put her back in harm. Um, but that just shows you how the system is. You know, if you got that better lawyer money, you gonna shit gonna work out for you. You know what I mean? You're gonna be able to work around certain things, but um. I mean, you saw the video, Keith. I'll, I'll let you you give your reaction to it and what you think uh, about everything. Yeah, I saw it in pieces. Yeah, that, that's rough. I'm also, what, I, what I most saw read is just how people reacted to it because, you know, people have been silent in situations like these, especially when you're part of a fraternity, like being a professional athlete, mm-hmm. right? Because there's not so many 
of those in the world. You're one of the very, 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 very few in the world who've been able to accomplish that. And then there's the money piece. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people spoke up. And I don't know if it speaks to where society is as much as it speaks to how crazy the situation was. Like, you know, that it, it was a rough one. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Uh, I am happy, though, that he was apprehended. Um, they actually apprehended him coming into the airport. I don't know if he was flying back in. Um, it's 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 tragic, though, man. That was I I, I, I kind of wish someone warned me. I seen the video without warning. Didn't know what the hell I was actually looking at um, without seeing it. And it's crazy, bro. Like, it, you, it's, it's, it's sad shit like that happens. It's, it's sad that this actually might be, and I'm not making an excuse for it in any type of way, but this might be an example of brain damage that playing football has on and, you know, people who are making them aggressive after their post-football years, uh, causing them to act just irrational and, and, and very unpredictable and, and violent a lot of the times um, of CTE, you know what I mean? So this shit is tragic. Um, but no, I think, you know, he deserves to be locked up. I, I, I deserves to get a ton of time for this. I don't, I don't know how much time men typically get for that, but I feel like with the video uh, or something like that, like you would imagine like they got to throw some on it, right? <laughs> they got to throw a little extra sauce on it, but I don't know. I guess we got to see it play out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is. Uh, I, it sounds tough, like man. this whole, you know, the legal system is quite something, and having money for um, talented lawyers or well-resourced lawyers is it's a fascinating study because something like this, you, you know, you saw the video, you'd be like, oh, well, clearly, you know, you get a couple years or something like that, but he may very well do a few months and and pay some kind of fine or something like that, and then That's- like a, rest- a, a order of protection. That's the sad part about it too, man. But um, no, nah, cause it, it it does tragically go like that way too much, um, way too many times. And we've, we've seen it happen before. You know what's crazy too is like I was thinking about how like in the OJ. I remember the OJ documentary. You know, there was he had an interview after he had been arrested for uh, beating his wife, and uh, they kind of like you know gave him softball questions. They didn't really come at him too hard about it. And then even in later years, you know what I'm saying, where we. We saw the Ray Rice, you know what I'm saying, like treatment before the video dropped. But, you know, like video changes everything, right? And yeah. um, it's, it, I think it's a much easier to forgive when you you have to imagine what happened. You have to like read about it or go off a police report and you're like, oh, did it really go like that? Is that, you know what I mean? Is there some type of bias involved? But like, um, nah, video changes everything, bro. And you, you see that shit in front of your face. You, you can't look away. You can't, you can't deny you've seen it. You can't unsee it. So, um, but we gonna keep moving on, Keith. You know what I'm saying, and 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 hopefully you know brighten things up a little bit because that, like I said, that was a tragic situation we just talked about. But we are gonna talk about my favorite part of the show, dog, and it's called "Have You Heard." I bring things to the table. You know, headlines I hear, and I see if my dog Keith. Has heard any of them. So we're going to start up. Keith, have you heard, or better yet, have you seen Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, Laura Sanchez, acting kind of thotty around Leo DiCaprio? Nah, I did not see that. But, um, I mean, I, I think if I was to 
be in the presence of Leo DiCaprio, I'd be a thought also. <laughs> Leo has that effect. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, the gangs in New York, bro, in Titanic. <laughs> now, Leo, Leo's that dude, but nah, she definitely, I don't know. I think you got you to check out the video when you get a chance, Keith. But I mean, at some point, her her her, her breast is literally on his arm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and it's just like, and Leo's kind of like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to, Trying to talk to to Jeff here, <laughs> trying to get to this paper, but um, I think that's like every man's kind of like you know what I mean I don't want to say fair, but that's like your biggest like ah damn like on camera bitch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean we could call it a fair. I th- I think it's fair. It's fair to call it a fear because I mean every I think is one of one of a dude's worst nightmares to. You 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 bring your partner to a party, and to to th- think that there's some guy there who, in thirty seconds of seeing him, you are you you think your woman sees more in him than she does in you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever that was, right? Whatever that is, like so she sees something. Oh, this dude is six foot five. Wow, and she's wow. How tall are you? What's the weather like up there? You're saying all this cutesy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like you, you don't want. You just don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Call it what you want to call it, but it is a it is a fact that dudes do not want that happening. So, especially. If you you got it going on, whatever you define that to be, so exactly if you're the top one, if you're consistently one of the top three richest dudes in the world, and the dude from Revenant is got your <laughs> got your lady uh, open like a what token. you think is acting smitten, maybe that's how she acts, maybe because you know some people are just friendly like that, so yeah. you think uh, she's acting smitten, then you know. Dudes are quite intimidated by that, and I, I would, I would go as far as to call it a, a serious fear. They're scared of that. She also has to have a high confidence level to. I mean, she got him to give up a lot of money <laughs> to, right. to to get with her. You know what I'm saying? In his divorce, so her confidence level uh, might be high. But like, I'm not. I never seen. Wait, the movie wait, 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 wait. Was he was he with her before the divorce? Yeah, the, I think the divorce happened because he got because her brother like leaked pictures and text. Uh, about her wow. messing with Jeff, and then that's how his wife found out about it. If I remember correctly, think- Alle- allegedly, <laughs> gotta yeah. protect ourselves in these streets. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but um, what's it called? I've never seen the movie Boogie Nights, but I think you had told me maybe on this podcast one time about a scene where this dude takes his like wife to a party and she gets fucked in like the driveway or some shit like that. Or publicly yeah. for people to see. That's that's what Son. I think Jeff was going through in that moment. He's like, oh. I never seen it, but I remember you told me I was like, yo, this is a horror movie. I don't like, I don't ever want to watch this shit. It is because <laughs> it, it's more horrible when you could put yourself in the place of the victim. Like it, yo, you don't understand how much that joint. Like it was horrific. Like <laughs> it was just a scene in the movie. There was nothing particularly like. Uh, gratuitous about it. it it fed the plot and all that stuff but man like if you're a dude and you're watching that man it hurts a different spot you know I can't watch tear. I don't like watching replays of when dudes get injured in a sport mm-hmm. right so that brings me a certain level of pain but this that boogie <laughs> night scene my god bro like I can't nightmare son like and because it's like oh he brought it to the party and it's like a it's, it was almost like a tryout it's like if 
for instance, I heard a story the other day that uh, Reggie Miller, Kobe Bryant came to shoot some co- uh, commercial with Reggie Miller and they played one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Well, this scene of Boogie Nights is kind of what it is because it, it's about the porn industry and I believe his wife was an actress mm. and it was a party with a bunch of um, porn actors and there's directors and producers there. So it's kind of like, oh, let's see what you got. Let's, let's play a, a quick pickup game and in their industry the pickup game is getting smashed in the driveway and this is dude's wife oh man you don't understand but you you'll see what happens next in the joint and as crazy it is you feel as if the dude who's the victim is is a he there's a little small part of dudes who's like man that that dude's kind of a hero even though it's it's you know quite violent if it were to happen in real life sometimes um a scene sticks with you. And I didn't even see the movie and that shit stuck with me. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> nah, it makes nah. you not want to see it. <laughs> yeah, now I gotta watch enough. it. I wanna see how this turns out. Now I gotta watch it, man. But uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean Jeff also uh approached it really well, put out a uh 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 Instagram post basically um at, at Leo where it says like come over here, Leo, I got something to show you, and he's behind a sign that says uh Steep Hill, drop behind it or whatever. Um which I, I get, I get, you know what I mean? You know, you how can you play it when you Jeff? You gotta play it like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm too rich yeah. to get mad about it. Um, Keith, have you heard Ted Cruz got beef with Big Bird? Man, nah, <laughs> I haven't heard it. I think I'm happy I haven't heard about this. Well, what could he possibly? Yeah, I feel like in politics, everyone has a problem with everyone. It's true. It's just true. Uh, but I don't know if you heard Big Bird got his uh, COVID nineteen vaccine and came out on the um on on Twitter. In a post saying, uh, I got my COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Um, Erica Hill even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. And Ted Cruz responded to that as a government propaganda for your five-year-old. <laughs> um, which I guess I kind of want to ask now, how do you feel about that? Like using Big Bird uh, to convince... I guess kids to get the vaccine or that the vaccine is okay. Cause what I, what I, I don't like anything about COVID-19, but what I think the vaccine did is it as, as, as politicized as COVID-19 is in general, the vaccine kind of unpoliticized it. Cause there's people who will call themselves like lifetime Republicans who don't necessarily, who, who gotten vac- vaccinated, right? Whether, uh, their respected, uh, leader of choice has, has, endorsed it or not and there's people who might be lifetime democrats who are like i'll never in a fucking years get that shit or give it to my children um so i think like the vaccine brought another like element to it where it kind of like caused divisiveness and source but how do you feel about big bird kind of being used to uh endorse it and then ted cruz reacting to it a, yeah i mean i think i think it's a it's a good idea now i think what's mandates become become a deservingly so uh a polarizing issue because it's like, well, there's this government program, and they're ma- they're making you do a certain thing, so it's fair to debate that. But to, to debate the warrants and the and the efficacy of a vaccine, yeah, that, that's just weird, man. I think every nowadays politics, you need something to fight against, right? Like, no matter where you're at, like, oh, this person's opening up a charter school, we need to fight. Oh, this person's um, shook a billionaire's hand, we need to protest that person oh big bird is is promoting the the vaccine of of being vaccinated we need to fight that and that that raises ted cruz's profile of Mm -hmm. oh big bird you know big bird's a dick because 
Big Bird is now Team Vaccine. It's crazy. I think that <laughs> that whole thing is crazy. It should just be a matter of oh well, you know, they use Big Bird as a as a vaccine uh, advocate. All right, it is what it is. Yeah, and I, and I get it. Like um, like you said, uh, Ted Cruz is doing that to you know up his uh, his status, so to speak, with his with his uh, base. Um, he also went on a tweet: "Liberals are weird." They don't care about open borders, rising inflation, or schools covering up sexual assault, or disaster in Afghanistan, or tyrannical Democrats violating medical privacy and freedom. But criticize Big Bird and they lose their shit. Um, well, well, think about how crazy that is. He attributed a political party to Big Bird. How crazy. Like, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Like, to say that, oh, well, big. this is how Big Bird votes. Think about, we're talking about Big Bird, how Big Bird votes. What's Big Bird's political leanings? That's to show how crazy our times is and how wild Ted Cruz is. But that's that's like a given. Ted yeah. Cruz is, is a bugged out fella. But now we're talking about Big Bird's political parties, and I think that's that's the crazy thing. However, I I, I think I, I try not to overlook the fact that there are a lot of parents who feel as if they're losing their influence on. Um, their influence on of what they believe as far as like their kids like they the in theory if you sit your if you sit your kid in front of the tv mm-hmm. they may see things that you might not have been ready to explain to them and that may just be more of a testament to how how robust media is right now that before there were you know there's like one channel showing kid shows at a particular time slot and you could sit them down there and the only thing that you'd have to to worry about for the most part, not worry about, but I guess explain to a child is why these characters are so violent, right? You got mm-hmm. you have a hunter trying to shoot a duck in the face, and he gets shot in the face and doesn't die. And you know, you, Pepe Le Pew, you know, you have to explain. You might have you, you might have to explain that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's different stuff. That's stuff that's out there in the world that a lot of parents don't understand themselves. Yeah. So not to take it from vaccines into some other thing, but it's kind of related as far as some parents feeling as if, well, are you t- are you telling me now that I just don't have a choice in these things, or that my choices are bad, or that the world out there gets to choose over my child more so than I do? Mm-hmm. So now I go when we talk about politics, it goes to they clip this quote from the from the governor race in Virginia of the Democrat said in a debate like, you know, essentially saying that parents don't necess- don't really get to choose what is taught in school. And that's you can't say that because in the real world, parents want if they had it their way, they would get to choose what's taught in school. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to at least at least, you know, you can't just they want to at least have that influence. To say that they exactly yeah. like if if they some for instance I, I like sex education mm-hmm. some parents don't would prefer to have control over how their kids learn about sex right mm-hmm. H- however it is that you define it so and that's a it's a legitimate concern for the for the mere fact that that's the parent yeah. like that, that that's it period you know what I'm saying so. I think some of the best advice I got is as going going into parenthood is kind of like, at the end of the day, you're the parent. You're you you know your parents the you know the kids' grandparents are gonna have stuff to say. Some of your friends are gonna have stuff to say. But at the end of the day, you're the parent. Like you mm-hmm. make the choices. You're the boss. You're you know 
the buck stops there over how your kid goes through life up to a certain point. So I could see how basically Craig, Ted Cruz is is feeding off that fire mm-hmm. and, and, you know, off that, I guess, that little heat inside of a parent that says, I want to control what my, you know, I want ultimate control over my kid, which they should have. But he's turning that little heat into a full-blown forest fire. And that I don't like. Definitely, definitely. Um, keeping up with politics, uh, Keith, have you heard Mayor Eric Adams, that's the new mayor of New York City for all y'all who don't know out there, um, plans to take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin cryptocurrency. Um, Eric Adams definitely has a uh, initiative to want to make New York City the center of cryptocurrency, um, competing with Miami to be like that hub city uh, for cryptocurrency, one of the crypto capitals of the country. Um, how do you feel about that? And have you heard it? I have heard it. Don't understand it. <laughs> Still don't understand crypto, mm-hmm. but uh, it sounds like something that's the wave of the future. So if he wants to make New York a, a leader in that, then I'm all for it. I don't live in New York City anymore, but I think New York City remaining a leader in certain things uh, is is important for the survival of the city. I mean, but it's losing some of that. It's lost, mm. you know, it could be the internet and just the globalization of just ideas because New York City was, they never was a leader in, you could never say, oh, well, they made the, they, they export the most pastry dough ever or they built the most cars. It was just ideas like here goes financial instruments, right? The, where does this money actually exist? Well, it's, some of it's in Switzerland and some of it's in Barbados and some of it's somewhere in the middle of the country with farmers, but we... Uh, New York City owns the the idea of stocks and bonds and stuff like that, but even that's being democratized. Mm-hmm. So because of look at crypto, so now if you could be a leader in crypto, it's like all right, maybe we could be a leader in something. Like when you look at tech, right? Because it's not when we think about investments and your retirement and getting rich, we don't think about oh, well, I'm going to invest in GE and go to the New York Stock Exchange and do X, Y, Z. Like oh, I want. To invest, so I wanted to do my own startup. Like that's where I want to invest my money, and that's in Silicon Valley. So New York is trying to compete with the, having their startups there, you know, with film. You know, L.A. isn't necessarily a leader. New York trying to do their thing, but people could go to Toronto and Vancouver. So and now Atlanta, Atlanta is huge because of mm-hmm. Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, th- I think it's I think it's a good thing that he's trying to be a leader in some type of global global enterprise that being crypto and i don't i don't know i don't know what the fuck crypto is yeah i I was gonna say i don't know how much mayors are getting paid um and it's his first three paychecks i mean crypto i'm sorry uh bitcoin is at what at fifty six thousand, maybe sixty thousand. by the time you guys hear this who knows what what up or down it'll go but um he probably was gonna take his money and invest it anyway so it's a a good advertisement it's good like uh what they call publicity stunt kind of to just get the the headline out there for the city um well, so. well yeah that, that that's the that in effect is the the president getting the vaccine like mm-hmm. oh i got it so it you could get safe. it too yeah yeah <laughs> it must be good um keith have you heard ashanti plans on re-recording her uh debut album and releasing it under her own record label right now i i shit you give me a lot of stuff i didn't hear Maybe because I don't give enough of a shit about some of these topics, but I'll be honest. But this is interesting because I think Taylor Swift is mm-hmm. doing the same thing. And I think that that's a cool movement, 
even though you don't think of Taylor Swift as like someone who, oh well, she got robbed. Maybe she did get robbed, but she did. So, she's done so well that even with being robbed, she's the shit. Like she's, you know, th- that level where she could be. She could just drop an album at midnight without ever pr- promoing it mm-hmm. beforehand. She just drops it. Like, oh, buy that up. So Taylor Swift is doing that, and I guess that's a cool little movement. It's like when artists more and more started buying their masters. Mm-hmm. Right, even though they, you know they had to get huge, but it was so rare before. It's still rare, but more people are doing it. Doesn't Jay Z own most of his masters? And yep, Jay Z uh, owned a, a good portion of, of his music. Um, I, Ray Charles or something. Uh huh. A lot of people, uh, you know, um, LL Cool J owns all his masters. Um, there's a lot of you know a lot of people out there that have negotiated to get their masters back. I think the interesting thing with this, right? Because I didn't quite understand it with the Taylor Swift thing. Um, but Irv Gotti came out and was like, "Yo, Ashanti's basically trying to screw me out of um, the royalties I get," and which is you know he produced a lot of those songs and did he co-write, but I guess under cover laws, as long as she changes enough with the beat or something like that, I'm assuming or the way the way the song is um, arranged. She can re-record it, and then it'll be like it'll say what Taylor Swift is doing is it says like Taylor's version. So fans knowing the drama going on, if they see the two by each other, she's hoping they click on Ashanti's version as opposed to the original to get her. Which I, which some people might say is foul, but then some people will also be like, well, the record industry is foul. Why doesn't she own her? Why didn't he just give her a masters? That's her music, right? Is it that music? You could have gave it to other people, and it wouldn't have necessarily blown up without Ashanti singing it. So doesn't she have? Shouldn't she have just as much, if if not if not a hundred percent, at least fifty percent? Um, as an artist, Irv Gotti. I I don't know what their personal relationship is. They don't get along. Like, but they don't get along right now. They don't get along. They used to date, but they don't get along right now. It's business. This thing is a this type of thing is to me is an innovation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that you could do something like that, and it's it's good. So why not exploit that? I don't even know if to call it a loophole. Like she has to put in serious work to record all that, all that music. That's a lot of work, and she probably has to get some engineer to and lawyers to figure out how do I execute this. And then she has to go in the studio and do her thing. And Irv Gotti, as a as a business business per, businessman himself, should understand that. Like, oh, she's exploiting a new innovation. She's flipping it for her own good. He probably thought he could just sit on her music and just collect royalties for. Um, in perpetuity until he dies and shit, mm-hmm. which he still does. That, probably goes to his estate. She doesn't stop him from doing that. He still, you know, what I'm saying, like he still owns the masters. She's just creating a court of of, it's of public opinion. It's, it's, a yeah. compi- it's a competing asset. So you see it side by side. Less it, people are now going to. He's going to get his. In theory, his royalties will decrease. Mm-hmm. But who? who uh, but I would imagine that Shanti will be eating off of both, but she would just be eating off of more with these re-recorded exactly. tracks. Is my guess, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I mean exactly. that, that's that's a dope move. Like she's eating, like he's eating quite a probably probably has eaten quite a bit off of Ashanti's a, a music. Now he's just going to eat a little bit less. He has to figure out what's his next hustle, which he should have been mm-hmm. doing. Hopefully he has. I want to see him shine too. But by the way, uh, the, the, this um, generation of, of black women who's looking even better in their 40s and 50s like don't with crack. the don't with crack. the with the global leader being Angela Bassett like that's the <laughs> the the god of all like that's crazy Regina King uh Ashanti mm. um 
it, it's it's quite something. It's that black woman magic, man. Give it up. <laughs> Give it up, man. You know what I mean? But and yeah, also that, not, not to get off topic, but literally mad. Nia Long, all of them. No, no, you you right. Um, I was gonna say with, with Ashanti, it puts the burden on Ashanti now to put out a quality product because side by side, one of them is gonna be McDonald's, one of them is gonna be McDowell's, and it's on her to not be McDowell's now to put out a better version of the original stuff. So I mean, she's still kind of earning it. Definitely, yeah. She she uh, and she has to make it close enough to the original where. Cause I don't want to hear too much new shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if what's the joint with she used the Biggie beat? Like, if it's too, like, if she switches it up and then you now uses a Tupac beat or some shit with a whole different flow. I'm like, ah oh, man, I just want the old. Give me that yeah. old thing back, please. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, nah, yeah, it, it's gonna be an interesting thing to see. And like I said, like you said, it puts it puts the burden on her to put out a quality product. Um, but yeah. yo, Keith. That's another episode in the books, brother. Always a pleasure doing uh, business with you. Um, where can they find you on social media, man? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you can also find your man DJ Playboy on uh, social on Instagram, actually, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, also got a website right now, perfecttalkpodcast.com, where you could check out every episode of this podcast. My radio show that I do called The Night Shift, and the other radio show I do on my brother DJ show called Money Talks Radio. We just dropped a new episode, so go check that out. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are available. So go check that out. Leave a rate and leave a review. Um, Keith, what you watching on television nowadays, brother? Yeah, I just watched a Michael Che stand up. Uh, I was. It's it? very interesting watching a edgy. It was. It was cool. It was. It's very interesting watching an edgy comedian that also has a job because he walks right up to the line of saying some some cancelable shit mm-hmm. but he's but he's super smart so he he's he's probably tested that line and, and probably has a good master of where it's at and he's a masterful with how he crafts his words so he's not sticking his head all the way out there where they're like all right gotcha gotcha nigga i'm he cancel your ass like he's right there so he he travels up the in my opinion, up the same path as Dave Chappelle, but Dave Chappelle, because he don't got no employer like that, he's able to, to Dave Chappelle's able to just wander (laughs) off. Word up. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Michael Che, you know, he he stays reined in. Now, honestly, I like this first stand-up better, but this one is solid. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, And Michael Che, for all those who don't know, that's the brother that does, like, Weekend Update on SNL as, as well as other things, right? Yeah, that's right. He has his own show on HBO Max too. If I'm not mistaken, or am I thinking of? Yeah, I think that is him. He has his own show on HBO. Max. He has another. He has another stand up on. He has another stand up on HBO Max where he talks about. I, I can't remember which of the, the 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 police shooting black people happened at that point, but he comments on it and it was it was really cool. In fact, they took a. I saw a clip of it circulating a lot because he explains. He explains stuff really, really well. I think in that one, he may have said something to the effect of he used to use the word 
I don't know if it was him who said it. I might fuck it up. Somebody said they didn't realize that using the word tranny was a was a bad thing. Mm. And it, it's like somebody calling you blackie. But he explained. But anyway, the first I like the the, the HBO special better. But that's high praise because this one is is not so bad. The Netflix one. Oh yeah, but I think he does have like a, I don't know if it's sketch comedy, but it's called that damn Michael Che on HBO Max. Oh yeah. Oh that one. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I haven't yeah. watched that yet. I, watched, I haven't checked it out either. I heard I heard a good thing. I watched it. it. It's on YouTube TV because I have eight. I have HBO on YouTube TV, and I think what HBO does is they preview some stuff on like the normal channel, so that you can now you could then they go to HBO Max to see the rest of it. It's really smart. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, genius man. They know how to make money. Um, yeah, we up out of here, Keith, yeah. man. Yo, everybody out there, I want you to have a blessed, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Keith, I'm grateful to do another, you know what I mean, year rocking out with you, brother. I'm um, grateful for all the things that happened my year this year. Um, I know you got to be happy for the all the blessings you had this year. New kid, new crib, man. So, you know what I mean? Don't forget your blessings and, and send your, your love out. Send my love out to your family um, and let them know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all peace and love, baby. Yeah, like Tevin Campbell, I'm sending my love out everywhere. <laughs> hey, yo, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. We up out of here. Okay? Say goodbye to the people, homie. Peace. Peace. Peace.